Welcome to the Call of the Road podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Slayball, and this is my podcast where I have people on to tell stories about motorcycles. And this week is part two of my chat with Austin Vince. And if you haven't heard part one, I highly recommend going back. If you go to thecalloftheroad.com slash podcasts with an S, uh, it's plural there, uh, or just any podcast player of your choice, you can find the podcast on there. Go back and listen to part one. Um, it's episode 25 and you'll hear the first part of this conversation. It's really good. And I don't want you to miss out on any information and without any further ado, Here's part two. I think it's my favorite part. Enjoy. When I used the motorbike to go to uh, countries that were completely uh, unknown to me and alien to me, and you can start with a, you know, if you're, if you're British, for example, you start with a, your classic, uh, your classic uh, dip in the turn of water is going to Morocco. Uh, it's, it's only like three or four days right away. Mm-hmm which for a North American, I think, would be nothing, you know. Uh, you get, a, you get a, a 13-mile ferry from Spain, and suddenly, oh, you're in Africa. And it's like, wow, that was quick. I'm actually in Africa on my motorbike. B, it's properly, properly exotic. It really, really looks different. You know, palm trees and, and, and people walking around in their pajamas. Everyone, of course, looks foreign. Tons of livestock on the streets, you know, normal people using donkeys and carts to get to go about their business. Uh, everything's a bit more ragged than you used to in Europe. People shouting at you, massive amounts of street food on, on display uh, uh, in, in, in manners that wouldn't be legal, you know, where I come from. And, and immediately Morocco is, is exciting because it's such an assault on the senses and it's different. And, and you can't, you know, if you're your average British person, you absolutely cannot speak Berber, which is what they're all talking to each other. So the best you've got to hope for is that you meet somebody who speaks a bit of um, French, or if you're lucky, English. Mm-hmm. And they've got a different God to us, you know, or is it the same one? We can discuss that on another show. You know, <laughs> their, their, holy book, their holy book is different to ours. Uh, how keenly they follow it, you're not quite sure. You don't know, you know. And it's, and it's really, I think, the, that's the essence of life itself. Instead of just sitting in, your, in the place that you're comfortable with all your life and talking to the people that you've always talked to and uh, it's Friday night, so I'm going to have a pizza and watch some sport and television and that's what I do on Friday. You know, the, the, motorbikes and life are for using and for living. And, and I think that the, the, best, the best enrichment in life comes from being not just in a foreign country, but being in a foreign country that's that's very unfamiliar to you, and even better is, un, is un, that you might even be uncomfortable in. You know, that's, and that's good, yeah. especially if you're us, Nathan, yeah. and you're if you're European and, and, and or American or Canadian or Australian, and you come from the richest, most developed societies in the world, you'd be an idiot if you couldn't tell that the world is is not all like where you come from, and wisdom and empathy. And sagety, I think, can be learned being vulnerable in those other countries where the fact that you've got five cars and a television the size of, the size of a table tennis table doesn't count. It's just you out there in the clothes you stand up on in and your bike. And something's gone wrong and you've, your bearings have collapsed or whatever it is, your chain snapped or, your, or the bike just won't start. And you're standing there at the top of the road in a desert and I don't mean Nevada, and there is no phone signal at all, and the only escape route you've got 
you're 150 miles from the nearest conurbation. The only escape route you've got is to flag down a, 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 a truck with two guys in the front of it who have got um, towels wrapped around their heads and all you can see is their eyes. Now that's, that's to me, is the essence of motorcycle adventure. Yeah. Yeah. When you were you're talking there, the thing that, that came to mind is like, there's nothing that shines a spotlight on your, like your biases and your, your, your prejudices and your kind of your, your foregone conclusions, you know, more so than, than throwing yourself into, you know, like a, a country or an environment where you're totally out of your element, you know? And, um, that's always been, cause it's one of those things that like, it forces you to deal to like, kind of reconcile your quote normal to you reality and then and then yeah. examine you know why do i think this way was it because i was brought up this way you know and um and how do i live my life you know based on those ideas and notions and then kind of forces you to to change you know your your world perspective and change the way that you yeah. kind of behave i guess you know yeah mm, totally so that's i mean you know anybody listening folks uh the world needs Americans on motorbikes. New guys in North America are so confident and so uh, outgoing and so polite. And, you know, all that business, when you go to a shop in America, go to a store, and people say, how are you today? That would never happen in <laughs> Europe. <laughs> you know? And, you know, America's the greatest country in the world, the most, uh, the most technologically developed country in the world and that will, ever, that will probably ever exist so unfortunately i'm afraid you can't just sit behind your native community you've got to you know you can't influence the world i mean god help you if you let donald trump be the you know your ambassador yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i dream of a world where uh, americans are out there out in the world and i don't mean in the ordinary places like london and paris or whatever you know i mean in the unusual places yeah, on uh, crossing countries that hardly any Americans go to. That's my dream. If I could hypnotize the American motorcycle community, I'd say, come on, folks, get out there. Because at the moment, it's mostly Germans. You realize that? Really? Tra traveling around the world? If you're in, then, yeah, if you, oh, yeah. If you're in, if you're in a, a wacky place, like, let's say, Kazakhstan, or Borneo, or, or Namibia, or Chad, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, a properly unusual country. And you saw a motorcycle coming towards you, and you realized it was a foreign motorcycle. Mm -hmm. the, mo the highest probability is that the person uh, driving it will be German. Hmm. And, Interesting. Oh, yeah. And uh, well, now why, that, why that, they do that uh, is another question entirely. You know? And uh, then the next nationality after that they might be would probably be British or Australian. Okay. Uh, and then, after, then alongside that, probably French. Huh. Okay, but it's, I'll tell you what now, mate. It's just never an American. Yeah, never an American. Yeah, and uh, and that's a great shame. It's a great shame because you know every, every single. I mean, every time in America, I love it. I love being amongst Americans. It's such good fun. You know, you, you just need to be out there and making friends. Yeah, that's my dream. So I, I did a film called Mondo Sahara. I did a, a trip called Mondo Sahara. That was a. It was a political statement. I take a lot of Americans and British people into the heart of an Islamic nation in Africa. So we went to Mauritania and, uh, and had a great time and did a lot of riding out there, you know, desert riding. But we could have done that desert riding in Australia sure. or South Africa sure. or Nevada or Utah. Could easily have done the desert riding. The, 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 the project wasn't about the riding. It was about the police checkpoints. 
Hmm. It was about the border control. It was about the shopkeepers. It was about the hoteliers. It was about uh, the odd children that we met by the side of the road. I wanted those kids living in an Islamic Republic to meet Americans and British people. Because hmm. uh, if we hadn't, hadn't turned up, they would never have. We could, we could easily be, for loads of people we met in Mauritania, the only Americans and Brits that those people will ever meet. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that's my dream. But instead of modern, something like modern Sahara being a rarity, it, it becomes a norm. Yeah. And that everybody's going out to these places and going to these countries. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, it's great fun. Yeah, it's not like it's a hardship. Right. Yeah. Right. Like going to yeah. somewhere awful. Yeah. You know, I don't want to have a, a, horrible, a horrible life. I want an easy life. Yeah. yeah, but there we are. Yeah, okay. I could go. On, I could go on for ages. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. Let's l- tell people where they can find like your Mondo Sahara and some of your your uh, other projects uh, online. Where, where can they follow you at? Well, so my website is austinvince.com. You can become my Facebook friend. That's pretty straightforward. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not a prolific kind of internet, you know, blogging type person. I'm not just pumping out stuff the whole time. Uh, I run a thing called the Adventure Travel Film Festival, which is very much what I just said, what I just talked about, the idea of meeting people in other countries, unusual countries. Uh, that festival is all about that. Uh, that's a great thing to, uh, to get involved in. Have a look at that website. But uh, austinvince.com is really there to start with. And, um, yeah, let's, uh, the, world is, the world is good and the world is lovely. And, of course, the media and in and a lot of other more sinister organizations say nothing of the arms industry have got, <laughs> got an enormous stake in keeping us scared and and our politicians do a good job in keeping us scared and then they do a great amazing job in making other people to actually genuinely correctly be scared of us yeah if we've got enough got enough if you had an extra neighbor who had a load of like guns or cannon pointing at your house all day and then shouted at you and said, look, actually, we, we need even more guns than we've got at the moment pointing at you. You'd think that they were mentally ill, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> Especially if you had a massive fence in between your two houses. <laughs> and neither of you had ever actually made any attempt to, to take over the other part of each other's gardens. You, know, you, just, you just think that they were mad. Yeah. Anyway, look, I can't, I can't. Don't get me going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, get no. me going. But thanks for, thanks for having me, Nathan. It's really great. Yeah. I, yeah. Love, I, love, being, I love being on the, on the podcast. Yeah. Hopefully you'll have me back in a couple of years. I, I would love to. I'd love to. And hopefully we get to go riding sometime. That's, that would be a, a huge check on my bucket list to, to go riding with you. I know, well, I'm not, very, I'm not very much fun, and I'm no good at riding, so I can't imagine what, <laughs> what treat I can fulfill. I'm just a, I know how the accelerator and the clutch work, but that's it. I'm not, you know... <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not like a flamboyant person, and I'm not famous either. So it'd be good to say you went riding with Evil Knievel, but there's no point, you know, in being able to say you went riding with somebody no one's ever heard of. Well, <laughs> well I, I, I'm kind of jealous of your Spain excursions. Uh, I've been watching those the last few years, and that that looks pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're amazing not because they're amazing. They're amazing because. A lot of effort has gone into creating an incredibly intense five-day package where we use the Pyrenees as a, a wilderness location. Yeah. I mean, anybody who lives up in the... Any, any good backcountry discovery uh, route-type rider would, you know, would know all that sort of stuff. But we, we do run a, kind of a slightly more intense version of it from the average BDR. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, awesome. All right, Chief. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, mate. Have a, have a great time. Bye. 
That wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for joining me wherever you're at in the world. Um, I really appreciate all the people listening out there and taking the time to listen to the episodes. And I really enjoy getting to share these stories with you. Um, if you want to check out some more of Austin's uh, stuff, obviously you can go to austinvince.com and also put, um, you talked about Mono Sahara, um, really cool project. Uh, I'll put up a link for that and the trailer. Um, they have uh, some stuff from YouTube. And I'll put that in the show notes so you can all kind of find it all in one place. Uh, so if you go to the calltheroad.com slash podcasts with an S, so that's plural, um, I'll put the links up there so you can uh, check it out. Yeah, and also I've started a storyline. So if you want to share one of your own stories, um, unfortunately you have to keep it three minutes or less just because um, the Google voicemail limits it to that. Um, I guess you could call multiple times, but I don't know. Anyways, if you go to, uh, so country code plus one, so it's a U.S. country code plus one, four zero six five seven eight four 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 one. Uh, you share a story with me, share one of your own stories. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm thinking about maybe either putting them at the end of episodes, uh, or maybe making a whole episode of short stories. I think it'd be fun. So yeah, uh, reach out to me, uh, country code plus one, four zero six five seven eight four 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 one. And, um, yeah, and you can find this podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listed. Uh, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes Radio, um, or iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh, if you wouldn't mind taking a few seconds of leaving a few stars on there if you enjoyed the podcast or even a quick review, um, that really helps out the podcast. So thanks again, and until next time, see you down the road.